재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul, 98.7 in Gwangju, and 93.7 in Yeosu. Well, we've got our expat Intel dynamic duo in the studio once again. Alex Sigrist and Haley Hayakawa are here to reveal some secrets on leading a more comfortable life here in Korea. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? Loving the new building here. It's yeah, it's huge, isn't it? Not to, not to paraphrase Donald uh, Trump there, but everything is gigantic. It is ginormous. It's got that new smell, and it's got the new studio smell. I don't know if I'd yeah, I don't know if I'd say we're a dynamic duo though. I think we fight too much on the show to. <laughs> I want to point that out in the beginning. Fantastic it's a good fight. Duo. Yeah, it's a good fight. It's a dynamic fight. Uh, you know, yeah, everything here is uh, enormous. We used to tape in those little teeny weeny studios. We were almost. Uh, touching elbows when we sat at that other table but it's, now it, i it's almost like getting a promotion without doing anything yeah. <laughs> it's just like here's your new office here's your All shiny right. new studio <laughs> and now that we've got the longer commute it um ha- or some of us do i know oh, you're I'm, just I'm like a couple doors down, down the street down. So it took me 40 minutes to get here yeah, oh. yeah it takes me a fair amount of time to get here you too. Guys, you guys should have had that foresight that i luckily accidentally <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the move takes place right in the middle or the beginning I should say of the monsoon season which mm. is fun have you enjoyed uh, this past week of no. weather no. <laughs> yeah, it's been and I'm supposed to move apartment this week and this has been oh, uh, no. sort of giving me an excuse not to do anything day after day and uh, the move is becoming more and more urgent to do S- start start sounding nicer to like maybe pay someone to just Take care of it for you. I think that's where I'm headed. I think that's where I'm headed. I'm going to pay some guys to to do it and just take the hit that way. But uh, rainy season is uh, not always fun in games. I mean, there's some serious floods around the country. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the pictures um, from the previous weeks there. Uh, yeah, the, the Han River and the uh, Tongitan have been looking pretty... Uh, you can't strong. even walk on the Chungyecheong <laughs> no, anymore because no. the Chungyecheong path is now overflowing right. with water. Yeah. Uh, have you seen those viral videos of the Yonsei University Library? Oh, oh the waterfall. My. The water just, you know, forget there being a ceiling. It's like being, you know, right. in a in a waterfall. It reminded area. me of those water parks where they just occasionally dump on you, like yep. the oh, buckets yeah. that just come down over the tops of roofs. Right, except you're studying your law briefs. And or I, I noticed a lot of... Computers, <laughs> big difference there. <laughs> Rainy season, Haley. Uh, this is a East Asian thing, basically, isn't it? Right. Uh, everybody gets a rainy season. Give us the basic four one one. Well, the rainy season happens two out of twelve months here, and it's known as Changma. And I think it's one of the major contributor to Korea's natural beauty because the rainy season it washes away all the dirt and the yellow dust that accumulated in the spring, and it washes out the sky so the air. Afterwards, so crisp and clean. Yeah, it has done that. I mean, I have this view of Gangnam, and I these past few weeks, there may not as well have been a view. It's been just a right. yellow filter. But after about 24 hours of rain, it's nice and clear, and the right. city lights are bright and colorful. 
So, yeah, just have to uh, last yeah. through a, a full day of rain. Yeah, it does have a na- nice natural filter. It's like you're using SNS, but you, you like hashtag no filter, but it's like, seriously, it's, it's just yellow. Yeah, <laughs> it really is yellow. But there's a whole culture surrounding rainy weather, the monsoon or tangma season here in Korea. There's certain things you do, certain things you drink, certain things right. you eat. I think here in Korea, Korean people traditionally drink makgeolli and eat jeon. Which is like puchinge, pajeon, and pindetok. So pancakes, basically. Pancakes, right. Fancy pancakes, like yeah. onion pancakes or uh, those uh, bean flour. In the case of pindetok, it's a bit more grainy, sort of a bean flour yeah. pancake. Right. Now, I'm wondering, though, I mean, I'm supposed to be at the Intel part of this too, but not being from East Asia, I'm not sure. Is there like a reason for that? Yeah, there's a couple interesting facts about why this is. Um, when it rains in Korea, Korean people think that the sizzling of John on the frying pan sounds like the pitter-patter of rain. Like, ah, okay, I that's true. That. All right. That's interesting. Right. And then there are some couple um, scientific reasonings for this. There, mm-hmm. When the humidity increases, the blood sugar level drops. So people crave more flour-based food. Mm. So that increases the blood sugar level. Ah, that's an interesting uh, notion. I don't know about the two of you, but when it's fully gray outside and the rain is coming down hard, uh-huh. it's like I've been injected with a tranquilizer dart. I want to nap so strongly. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I conk out for about 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour. With no problem. Something right. about the, ever since I was a little boy, uh, huh. the rain would make me do that. So I can see the blood sugar drop thing right. being one of the causes. Actually, some people say that the rain um, induces negative ions. Mm. So that induces mm. calmness. And also the water around you symbolizes the, um, when you were actually a little baby inside the womb, the water, the ambi- ambiotic fluid around your mother's womb. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just in the womb again. And yeah. That's why I want to nap on the sofa. I mean, even in, even in the West, our meditation music, I guess, when, we, when someone wants to meditate, often there's a pitter-patter of rain. So yes. I right. completely buy into this. Yeah, the rainfall, especially a hard rain on the window. I read for about five minutes and I'm out cold. <laughs> so, Makoli Pajon, you hear the sizzle of the pan and it sounds like the rain falling outside. Right. That's very poetic. Why Makoli, though? Why not, uh, you know, beer, soju, <laughs> you name it? S- soju looks like the rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's nice and clear. And whiskey sort of seems like rain, too. I think it's because Makoli's been around since the Choson dynasty, so that's what Korean people traditionally drink. Ah. Mm. Uh-huh. And it's healthy, too. It has a lot of protein, vitamin B, and it's a fermented drink, so it has a lot of probiotics. I'm going to start telling people, it's healthy. That's That's why why I I insist on it at breakfast. (laughs) Goes good with cereal. (laughs) I'm putting makgeolli on my cereal. Yeah, all right. And so we've got the uh, probiotic, vitamin-rich makgeolli to go with our sizzling pajon. And we've got our flour and our sugar to raise that flagging blood sugar due to the darkness in the rain. Anything else, Haley? Apparently, if you have both of them, then it contains a lot of um, essences that boosts your serotonin level. So when it's dark and gray, then you're more happy. Yay. How interesting. <laughs> I'd be ha- I'm happy when I'm, I'm having makgeolli and pajon. Yeah. I feel Me great. Too. Yeah, I think I'm a very seasonal kind of guy. I don't know about you guys, but when it's dark and rainy or in the darkness of winter, I tend to kind of sag a little bit. Uh, but definitely if I've got a pajon or a makgeolli hmm. in front of me, right. uh, things are going much better. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Not going to argue. And it's warm and hot pajon with the cold makgeolli. Ah, is yeah. delicious. That is the one thing about the, the monsoon season I don't like is that it's hot and rainy and wet. Especially when you got to come oh, in yeah. from work right. or come in from going out. 
you know, you're soaking wet and you don't know quite what is rain and quite what is uh, sweat. And you're just this kind of bunch of uh, sagginess, you know, saggy, soggy clothes. So you got to think about how you are cooling your spaces, right? Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we'll go inside first. We're going to start talking about that. Uh, yeah. And so some more tips about how to survive the rainy season when we're talking about the apartment. So I'll kind of go away from food a little bit and hit this up. This is some interesting stuff that I've kind of learned as I've been in Korea since I've sort of become an adult here in a way because uh, I didn't have my own apartment. I didn't have my own place. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, mold starts popping up everywhere. And that's something that you really need to be aware of here. So... For those who are not as aware of what's going on, a couple of tips uh, that I've found to be pretty useful while here. Of course, you know, we can start simple, get a dehumidifier, get rid of the, you know, the water in the air. That's an easy one. But some other stuff like moving furniture away from walls is a simple tip that I never really knew about because... And what's the reasoning behind that? A um, couple of reasons. So well, there's the moving furniture away from walls and also buying a fan. But it's also just because if you have a lot of closed areas, moisture can meet up or I guess stay in one area over okay. time. Mm. So just kind of giving it a way to ventilate and move air uh, through. Yeah. Uh, and then also, so the second tip was buying a fan, which not just to keep cool, but also to keep that air moving around to spread the moisture. That way it doesn't, you know, because when you see mold, it always comes up in a corner. Mm-hmm. And so you want to kind of just get air moving around that. Usually a corner where it's either exposed uh, through leaks to the outside right. world or mm, through temperature right. differentials. You yeah, know, absolutely. if you've got super hot outside and cool inside, you're going to have condensation, mm-hmm. which right. leads to mold. So one thing I've heard to do is to use some kind of solution like a bleach or oh, whatever. Absolutely. And just regularly kind of wipe yeah. down that right. space and you'll maybe fight mold before it arrives bleach baking soda vinegar although of course obviously don't put baking soda and vinegar together do these all separately (laughs) but then you have Um, like a grade three (laughs) volcano right (laughs) absolutely but yeah just using those things should be able to help very cool all right so there's your mold problem you're keeping your uh cool inside i don't see many dehumidifiers for sale here in uh, in seoul although it does get very humid uh, in Hong Kong, they used to sell like hotcakes and they'd fill up mm-hmm. every three hours with right. water from the air. I have a dehumid- dehumidifier at home. And Do you? Like I get gallons of, pretty much gallons of water after four or five hours. Too. Wow. One of the good things about Seoul during the rainy season, too, is that um, umbrellas are plentiful and cheap. Oh, yeah. Every convenience store has them for somewhere between Manon and even Otonon, 5,000 won. Yeah, and I generally donate about like 10 umbrellas every (laughs) month to the subway system when I leave them on the the racks over there. I'm thinking of filing for status as an umbrella (laughs) NGO because I provide so many to the general public. I wonder how much tax breaks we can get on that. (laughs) (laughs) If I can get a stipend from the Seoul uh, city government. So, yeah, get your umbrellas. They're cheap. They're yeah. available. Right. I always wear, when it's raining hard, I have a really good, expensive pair of boots, like uh, like police boots. Oh. And they prevent me from slipping around. Oh, yeah. Right. Because, uh, you know, with, with no tread on your shoes, if you've got flat shoes, you're going to do some ice skating in this uh, in these hydroplaning, I guess we can say, on these rain puddles. It's right. very dangerous. Right. When I first came here, it looked really weird that a lot of people were wearing, like, knee-high rain boots. Cause oh, me, yeah. Where yeah. I come from, people wear rubber rubber knee-high rain boots when they're fishermen. So, ah, yeah. So I was just a little bit surprised. And did you eventually get a pair of, of knee-high rubber I boots? Of course I did. I needed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. Do you have a pair of knee-high rubber boots, Alex? 
Uh, well, not not for the rain, just for my fashion. <laughs> just for Friday nights, right? Uh, uh, I do, I do. Before do we kind of let's let's kind of wrap this up a little bit in a little while. But uh, do you two have any particularities with regard to rainy season habits, things like that, things you do to cope with the jungma? Um, I have. I mean, I have a couple in themselves. I one thing I do is, of course, we talk about having lots of umbrellas. I have one usually where I'm working, also one at home, just because these things come out, come out of nowhere. The weather you know, changes so quickly. Yes. In, in 12 hours, the whole forecast changes. I do that. I also bring, when I do know for sure it's going to rain, um, I, if I'm carrying a bag, I put a plastic bag in my bag and have it with me just in case you need to, uh, with an extra like change of socks or there something, you where you don't ruin what's in your bag. You just take your wet socks, put them in there, and then switch it there. And that's another way to kind of... I take a shortcut, if you will. Yeah, protect uh, a second mm. outfit. That's a very smart idea, Miss Haley. Um, I carry around a couple towels with me, and I always wear jelly shoes now instead of rain boots because rain boots kind of get musty inside of your. Well, what, are, what are jelly? Yeah, shoes? what are jelly shoes? <laughs> <laughs> jelly shoes are kind of like sandals, and it has a lot of holes, and it was a little ah, bit more right. fashionable than. Um, Boots. Can, boots can, are just getting too hot in the summer and humid. Can men I, wear these? Are they fashionable for men or is this a women's I think article? men can wear them if you you um, coordinate it, right? Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were shoes that were so nice that everybody's going to be jelly. I thought that's... Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know. All right, let's get to uh, a little break, a breath mint, a chance to clear our minds, and we're going to go to the events of the week next. Let's hear from the beta band now, Dry the Rain. Time now for the second half of Expat Intel, our events of the week. Usually it is when we take the kid gloves off, put on the brass knuckles, and pit our two co-hosts, Haley Hayakawa mm-hmm. and Alex Sigrist, against each other in a knockdown dragout pitch for which event is cooler or better or more fun. You've each picked out an expat-friendly event. Listeners at home can go to either one or both or neither. Uh, but here in the studio, I get to pick which one I like best. So who mm. wants to start? I'm a little bruised from last week. I'm going to let Haley go this week. Oh, I, have, you my, start? I have my brass knuckles right on. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that little voice. The way she, <laughs> I love my brass knuckles. <laughs> go get it. Okay, so I'm going to be... I'm introducing you the Hangang Summer Festival or the Hangang Mungtang Festival in Korean. It's the largest riverside culture festival held annually and it's enjoyed by people of all ages once again so anyone can go. Um, it's pretty much Hangang River is going to be transformed into a joy-filled playground with various activities with um, there's pretty much 11 different locations of the Hangang, right? Mm-hmm. So every Location is turned into an activity or festival area. Ah, so if there are all of these different Hangang Kongwon kind of areas, parks, each one focuses on a separate different activity? Right. Um, You don't have to pay any participation fees, but one spot might ask you to pay a little bit. Oh, right. Okay. So this event 
begins on July 15th and it goes on about a month until August 21st. The official webpage is hangang.seoul.go.kr slash project mm-hmm. and it's offered in Korean, English, Japanese, Chinese, Spanish, and French. But actually, I went on the webpage yesterday, but it wasn't completed yet. So maybe you guys should check it out, um, you know, time to time. Yeah, all right. Well, and we all know where the Hangang is. Uh, it's worthwhile just, you know, maybe renting a bike or taking a bike out there and seeing all of the different activities, riding from one mm-hmm. to the next, make right. a day out of it. Alex, can you beat that? Oh, let's see. I'm going to get all the confidence I can muster for this one. So, here we go. You ready, Haley? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to actually take us out of Seoul. I think it's uh, good to get out of Seoul and offer these events, get people... Uh, chances to go out of the city and make a vacation event out of it. So this one's the 11th Busan International Kids Film Festival, mm. happening from July 19th to the 24th at the Busan Cinema Center, or Yonghwae Cheondan, down there. Uh, that is Sentum City... Yo, I said that horribly. <laughs> anyway, Sentum City Station, line to uh, Busan. This is Tuesday to Sunday. And there's lots of programs. What I was most impressed by is some of these films are actually directed by young children. As young as six, wow. um, if if there are any entries from that, uh, up to 18 as well. So there'll be international films directed by people of all ages. Um, and then, of course, Korean films as well. There'll be short films. There'll be feature films. Um, international uh, let's see. So, And there's also these international films can be seen in these tent theater in huddles, they called it. So you can kind of watch, like, for kids who are even younger, there's chances to watch them in like a warm, cozy tent. So really, it's for the whole family. And my favorite part of this is just, there's also an outdoor theater as well. Mm-hmm. And so they can watch these family films, enjoy it under the summer night sky. Um, also chances for activities. You can be like a voice actor, uh, you know, do live dubbing. Um, you can and listen to some talks as well. There'll be workshops, there'll be seminars, and there'll be also performances by the Busan Metropolitan Pops Orchestra as well. Well, both of your events sound really, really nice. Uh, Haley, I got to tell you that Alex has taken it this week. (gasps) Because, um, I mean, yours (laughs) sounds awesome. Right. uh, But there's relatively little in the way that's so culturally rich specifically aimed at kids that i think that a lot of parents out there are going to really appreciate yeah that's for the kids you're going down (laughs) (laughs) the new generation has spoken and they are heading to the busan uh cinema center for the international kids film festival but i think uh, you should try going to both of these guys we made it through another one thank you very much for coming in oh always a pleasure and korea escape resumes in just a moment